0: Kamuroi!
1: <laughs>
2: for the licking. This is how we do this. You're going to want to do this. You're going to want to do this. Today we lifted weights for Flint, Michigan. Have a cold glass on me, Flint. <laughs> Sit. Ah, pure H2O. That's right. You can <laughs> make some
0: ice cubes that are as hard as my guns.
2: Liquid rage.
0: They're hard i got i got i got the triceps got the biceps got the lats the pluteus and the the gormash
2: and the ringdorf that's right everyone's favorite ringdorf can't forget the ringdorf it's crucial the fuck oh uh, welcome to the game's gonna ride podcast episode 126 i think yes Shibla. That's a lot of episodes Yeah we've been doing this a minute Yeah and there's actually way more Than that because I think when I number them It's like 138 but There's a lot of unnumbered ones
0: Our first game of the year was when like The Witcher 3 and Metal Gear and Until Dawn It came out Yeah so and ago. Fallout yeah.
3: Was Ian in our first game of the year
0: podcast? He was He was. Okay. As was Farkas You can visit him whenever you want over at the old fishbowl <laughs> That's where I see him sometimes uh, when I stopped for a soda A soda break
2: He's always in there in that little tiny room He goes what's up baby <sighs> Jazzing it up Jazzing with Jazz Street We Here we are we're going to talk about video games It's the games gonna ride podcast We have a little dog She dances Picassettes and such you might know what is that Probably not unless you heard it here first Then you will Exclusive Absolutely Hard bodied I have a cough so I'm going to try not to do that while podcasting. But
0: you look hey. nice in that v-neck you're wearing.
2: Thanks. I've been buying lots of v-necks.
0: It looks good on you. You should keep buying them.
2: Okay. I think it will.
0: The sleeves fit your
2: muscles good. Ooh. I, went, I, I never buy clothes, but I went and bought like $100 worth of clothes last week.
0: That's not a lot of dollars because clothes are expensive. But
2: I got a lot of clothes because I was hunting deals. Because you're a frugal man. Uh, I just found some steels. You're a flugelhorn. I got a I got a shirt that's like this color, but it's a polo and I don't usually wear polos, but it has two cans all over it. And I was like, Okay, and it was two dollars. Do it for the two cans. Oh wow,
3: that's well worth it. Yeah.
2: I liked it. It's two bucks. Two worth cans one. for two dollars, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dollar hmm. per can. I heard that one before. <laughs> Jambo. Um all right, let's talk about some video games because they've been coming out hot biscuit right here we are 421-ing it just blaze it so this
0: is the nintendo labo podcast (laughs) because that's all
3: all of us have been playing
2: uh no but we will talk about that later um mike
3: what have you been playing good sir uh i finished aviary attorney Ha. So that was a pretty short game. I think there was like a total of four cases. It actually took some pretty interesting twists at the end. I am not super good at those games, but there's not like real like a fail state. So you can just get like worse endings than possible than other ones. I didn't get like terrible endings, but like I would get like the good ending, but not like I missed like one thing. So then I didn't well there was one part i totally fucked up on and that sucked but after <laughs> that i kind of regrouped and then did a better job uh, but it's a fun little game it's kind of a cool i mean the whole idea was pretty cool and i have no, i had never really played any of those like attorney discovery adventure-esque games too much before um but it was good and uh it didn't overstay its welcome and the story is pretty interesting and that art style is pretty neat like the victorian everyone's an animal
0: so I have it from the Humble Bundle too. Would you recommend I play it?
3: Yeah, because even if like like to me, it was short enough that even if how how long is it? I think I beat it in like three hours.
0: Oh, that's I like that length for a nice little throwaway game. Yeah.
3: And it it may be like three, yeah, like three to four. And like I, I think it was fun. And I don't know how int- much like interest you have in those types of games, like the kind of like it's supposed to be like Phoenix Wright, right? I think so. See, I've never played one of those. It's one of those where you're like finding evidence, and if you find the right evidence, you and then, can like and then you have a court case and you and, break apart their and, s- statement. Yeah, that's exactly. What okay, Wright, then yeah. it's probably Ace attorney with Victorian animals. That sounds okay, but it's like. Uh, it's and i think i talked a little bit about this but it's like they make a lot of bad puns but they know they're doing it like on purpose. like like that's the point Mm -hmm. yeah because like the guy you play as is is jj falcon and then your assistant is sparrowson and he's like an idiot and so like falcon will literally go like oh god no like when he makes the puns sometimes we're just like that's disgusting and like stuff like so it's actually pretty funny um and it's just like it's a well-written, cool little game that I'm glad I got to play. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. That was why I finished that up.
1: Rad.
0: Cool. Mr. Hizlet. I played the new Overwatch event. Um, fuck, I don't remember what it's called. Black something or it has, maybe it starts with an R, Retribution. I don't Black
2: ointment. I
0: don't know what it is. It's uh, you play as like the bad guy squad um I'm not going to explain the Overwatch story, but. Um, yeah. So it's Moira and McCree and Reaper and. Genji, I think.
3: Um, Are those considered the bad guys?
0: They're Black Watch. So oh, like, okay. there was like. Back be- before Overwatch takes place, like the game itself, there was like a history to it where like Overwatch was like the Watchmen, basically, kind of oh, thing. Oh, okay. And then Black Watch was like. They started out legit or whatever, but then this group called Talon recruited people from Blackwatch, and then those are like the bad guys that Overwatch okay. fight. Okay,
3: so it's like Overwatch yeah. Dark.
0: Yeah, kind of. Cool. Um, but it's a, it's a PVE event, which is, you know, um, they've done... Uh, the Halloween ones were the first PVE events, which were just simple, kind of like defend the gate stuff. And then there was... Uh, this is the sequel to the other one they did, which was like an origin kind of story thing. Um, but this one is kind of feels like Left for Dead ish because there's like there's a a bad guy that's like the hunter from Left for Dead, you know, mm-hmm. that'll show up. Um, and there's a, a sniper that's basically so there's like kind of these sub boss enemies. But you end up you go through a level and a bunch of dudes spawn, and then you have to work together and kill them. And then there'll be a heavy and you know, and then there's the it, you know, it's a, it's a little single player like ten minute story romp thing, but sure. Um, since there's only the four, I think four characters you can choose from, so like somebody has to be a certain. More is the only healer, you know, and um, it's the same way I feel about all of those PVE events, where it's just kind of for me a nice way to try out characters that I don't play so often, right? Outside of like, because the training arena stuff in overwatch is kind of useless
3: yeah i've heard that as well right
0: so it's nice to practice skills and get familiar with characters fighting enemies which is a a little more engaging
3: than so it's kind of like the -the on-the-job training but you're not getting embarrassed by other players yeah it's
0: like you can still if you rack up wins you can still get loot boxes so and you're still leveling and stuff so it doesn't feel like you're just wasting hours like fighting game tutorial style practicing people you know Right. Or if you were to play proper Overwatch games, you know, a whole Overwatch match probably lasts like 15 minutes. Sure. 10 to 15 minutes. So um, it's a huge time sink if you're like, oh, I want to practice this character. But I I don't know. It's it's nice to have a quick little single player thing like that that's not single player, but um, linear like PVE sort of thing. So you can just get familiar with, um, the tactics of different characters. And I think it sets it up well to teach you how to work together with certain other characters um, so that you know how to kind of play the character you're practicing within like that certain team comp synergy, you know? if you will. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So yeah, synergy. that's pretty cool. It's yeah. N-
3: it's nice to jump back into overwatch. I'm actually kind of surprised they don't have a mode like that, like permanently for that exact reason to like kind of get people into different characters that they want to train like in real time. Yeah, it's, it's
0: weird how they do that, but I guess as the years have been going by for Overwatch, they're, annual, they're, they're adding more of these PVE events and annualizing them now too. So now you, we have two a year right now of like month-long PVE events, and I imagine they'll probably add another one at, at some point. Um, but they keep adding all kinds of new weird things for their uh, holiday special Event type things like the Lucio Ball and the Maze Snowball Fight, and yeah, and they've added you know there's Team Deathmatch in Overwatch now, and there's like you know the three v three like random mystery heroes and
3: oh okay yeah and, and
0: all, all that shit. There's like a ton of game modes in that game now, and
2: it's uh, it's going good. I, I like it. Cool. Cool. Uh huh. Well, let me see. I've played a very small select few. Uh, but one thing that I constantly do. And I actually uh, may have never mentioned it on here before, but I played 2K. <laughs> um, so oh, boy.
0: two what's like 2K <laughs> games like uh
2: yeah. b- like Borderlands? Yeah, like uh NBA 2K18 for the Nintendo Switch. And uh oh. I'm uh, I'm simulating uh as I'm known to do. Is
0: this the one directed by Ken Levine?
2: Uh, it, it is not, unfortunately. And uh uh it seems like I'm running into some problem now because uh I had one team, and uh, the one cool thing that this game does that I've mentioned before is they make, like, juniors of real players sometimes when you get, like, fut- into the future. And so they had a guy who's, like, Kevin Durant Jr., and I was like, sweet, I'm going to build my team around Kevin Durant Jr. And then, like, after eight years of having him, he changed his name. All of a sudden, his name was Kevin Keam. So I don't know if he, like, converted to Islam or something. Like, Mike joke texted me. Uh, but he is no longer the player that i really really wanted just by namesake so i got rid of him
3: yeah i like how he was gonna be the legacy for kevin durant and now he's just kevin and what's
2: funny is kevin durant is also like all the old players become like coaches basically Uh uh-huh and so kevin durant is like a championship coach now and like his son has like changed his name in the same league (laughs) at the same time that's awesome dude so uh but yeah. Anyways, um, I'm having a crash a lot right now, which is actually a huge bummer. But it's actually a a blessing because I don't need to be <laughs> sure. fucking around on 2K any more than I have. I have like sure. 140 hours of fucking around on 2K, um, which is a lot. And um, I don't really have anything else on Switch that I want to play other than yeah. But I don't really have anything else on Switch other than more Zelda to play. So um, yeah, I keep almost picking up my iPad and playing all the exciting games I have on that, but instead I keep doing the 2K thing, and mm-hmm. now that it's crashing so much, I finally might
1: give it up. How is it
4: crashing?
0: Off. Is it crashing like you have to restart the game?
2: Yeah, like software must close. Like, like it's hard, hard crashing. Hard, like
0: crash the desktop kind of thing? Man, fuck that.
2: Yeah. So it sucks, um, but I wonder if like I've just accumulated such a uh, massive amount of data that if I just wiped and restarted i bet it would be fine if i just did a fresh install or deleted all my data um which i'd actually be fine with because most of the things that i do i just start new ones up eventually anyways even though i have so you could just delete them all and start a new one and be simply just as happy as you were probably i have five teams though and like a lot of them like none of them are past like 2047 so one
3: (laughs) I have some... How uh, reasonable of you.
2: I have some that like... Brian,
0: the restrained one.
3: By the way, in case you're listening to the future, it is 2018 right now, so...
0: Yeah, so you might think when you're oh. listening to this in 2040, like, that's not
3: too bad. Oh, he's played a couple seasons. Well, you know, several decades. Yeah,
2: so I just... Uh, I only
0: have five teams, and you know, I only, I only played about uh, 250 years worth of <laughs> games, but... You know, it's really not so much if you think about it, because what is a year?
2: Well, one of the one of the thrills of my um, terrible addiction, my crippling, uh, strung out two K binges, is that I like starting all over again a lot of times, because eventually. It's nothing but made-up players, and then their salaries get, like, super, super inflated over time to where, like, it becomes, like, a really, like, haphazardous thing to manage, and you can kind of control that and, like, curb, like, some of that from happening, but eventually it just becomes, like, a mess. It's like the game isn't designed to go that far.
0: I wonder if you can, like, perfect Pac-Man the game where, like, there's a kill screen where the the player's salaries get so high because of inflation that everything just goes back to zero.
2: Well, what will happen is you'll find yourself in situations where you have uh, money to sign, like, all your guys through, like, weird NBA rules like bird rights. So you can continue to, like, as long as you lock up your players for, like, three years, overpay and, like, go, like, $300 million into debt... Or I think it caps out at like like negative one hundred and ninety six million or something like that. Something Um, ridiculous. But then also at times, if you are like within negative two million, you can't sign like a new player that wasn't on your team already for like two million dollars. So like sometimes it's it's really like annoying because you can sign the players that you want to keep only if you do it in the right order. Because yeah, if you do it in the really wrong good. order, you will put yourself in, like, some weird purgatory. It's obnoxious as shit. Yeah. And and also, now they have the thing where you can agree to contracts with players before you can sign contracts. So, you can't announce who you're going to release and release all the money until the after the first day of that. And so, like, you can renounce the rights to a bunch of players that were holding on your cap and then essentially get screwed out of uh, signing guys on the first day. This is really, really deep into the 2K The GMing
3: bullshit. of basketball.
2: Um, yeah. I
0: stopped listening already. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I'm
2: done talking about it, uh, but it's been crashing a lot for me um sometimes i'll do like fun things though that you would enjoy though like i'll just name like a guy like garbage heap or something and then like i'll be like i'll take him and i'll like or i'll take a guy and i'll break his leg every other year but (laughs) he'll be like a really good player and so i'm like oh it's his year he's not breaking (laughs) his leg this year (laughs) and then you break his leg well the next year i'll break his leg (laughs) he gets one good year every other year so that's good yeah and then then he's broke his leg too much and he has to retire you know what? I can't I haven't found out how to force a retirement. You can do like spinal injuries and like when the computer gets spinal injuries, like sometimes they'll force a retire like a retirement on a player, but I I don't think there's any way for a user to do it. But you can suspend a guy for like 4 years. You know, so eventually has to do. And and sometimes after a player, even like the young computer generated players if they go unsigned for like so many consecutive seasons then they end up um just retiring at like 24 or whatever. Um but yeah, that is uh The Depths of Madness in 2K. Uh, Mike, what else have you been playing?
3: I actually started and fully completed Bastion. Ah. Um Would you play that on? PS4. Okay. I have it on Vita, but my Vita needs charge. and then I was I've actually kind of been doing the thing on like PS4 where I'm going through and looking at like the little games that I don't know much about or whatever um and then i'm gonna parse it out within like bigger games hopefully Mm because i just beat titanfall which not is a huge game but it's like a a campaign focused triple a type deal um but i was gonna boot up um transistor
0: awesome game
3: but so good I real, I was like, I've never played a super giant game, and I know it's not canonically like a sequel to Bastion. But you wanted to see what I was from. like, I'm just gonna go from the start. That makes and sense. And I've heard lots of good things about Bastion. It's like I,
0: I feel like game developers are like movie directors were like.
3: Yeah, it kind like, of makes sense to go I to the see beginning where they started, even if you know. it's not right. Mm-hmm. And I knew Bastion like it's not like they're huge games where it'd be like time consuming. Um but uh yeah, that game was, was really good. Like very good. I enjoyed like it. About Bastion and transition. Bastion yeah okay. I haven't played Transistor yet I'll probably play it soon Dude, I, play mm, Transistor I'm thinking about it yeah
0: make sure you got headphones because f- the soundtrack is
3: oh nice the best thing about the game yeah and this all kind of boil over from I was like listening to um, Giant Bombcast and they were talking about Pyre which is also mm-hmm. uh, their game from last year right and it was, sounded interesting and I was like you know I haven't played any of those and I was going to boot Transistor but like I said went to Bastion
0: Excuse You have me. you have Transistor though
3: yeah i have both because yeah i was like li- i literally booted up transistor i was like ah no nah, i want to start from with bastion um but i beat it in like three sittings like it's not a super long game it's probably like seven or eight hours i think maybe more even like six or seven um transistor is the same way it's pretty short okay and it was dude it was so good like the the combat is really like tight and concise and makes it feels really good it's like i don't even know it's very unique it's kind of like almost souls super super light because there's like a roll and a dodge and then you use melee and you have to time stuff up and then you can like parry with your shield, but like your shield can like take withstand all damage at all times Mm -hmm. but if you like time it correctly it'll damage whoever's coming back at you um And it's got just like, it's like a cool little narrative just about um, kind of like reestablishing a world after a a massive like apocalypse type deal. Mm -hmm. And you're like kind of searching for survivors and there's like warring factions. Um, But it's uh, really cool. There's lots of like, it allows you to, it does this really awesome thing that I appreciated where it allows you to use any cause you can hold two weapons at once, any two combinations. So at first it like kind of pairs you up with like, here's a melee and here's a ranged, but you can do anything you want. So you can just use like two ranged weapons if you want, which would be kind of awkward, but I've seen some builds. I went on and looked at some builds and like where it works really well for certain situations. Um, I ended up using my weapon combination. For example, I use this, thing called the war machete, which is like low damage, but super fast attack. And then you can throw it as a ranged weapon as well. And then I used this, like, gigantic lob cannon, which was really, like, I got pretty late game. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a cool, like, hack and slash. And the way it works is, like, as you're running on paths, the paths build up as you run on them. Okay. So, like, sometimes you have to, like, pay attention because there will be, like, smaller branching paths, which will lead to, like, secret areas. Um and then uh you go through there and then there's it's one of those games that has like lots of different creature types that they kind of scale up as you get farther in so there'll be like there's these little like blob guys and then like they're kind of easy at first and a lot and then it gets like bigger and then they're harder to defend and then eventually like you'll run into the boss version of them on certain levels um but, yeah, it was, like, fucking incredible. Like, I couldn't stop playing. I played it, like, three consecutive nights, which I usually don't do for games. I kind of, like, take my time. But I mm. I kind of chewed through it really quickly and then, and then, like, beat it. And it was really nice and perfect length. And, like, the art style is really neat. And so it got me hype to get into transistor because i was like well if these games are like this is the quality of game they're putting out then like i'm definitely in on them
2: maybe i'll get into it too because i have uh transistor on downloaded on the ipad actually
4: oh okay it's an awesome game yeah i've
3: heard nothing but good things about both those and i actually don't i don't know much about pyre i heard it was pretty cool but i don't know anything about it so it's um, like
0: a, it's like a, a sports game kind of
3: thing yeah that's what i heard almost yeah like a, a team-based like kind of yeah weird like sports competition it's like a type weird deal.
0: NBA jam kind of thing yeah yeah, like. yeah yeah
3: so um, but that's kind of what got me interested in like looking at their catalog because that's one I hadn't delved into but I'd heard good things about pretty much all of their games it was one of those things where I'd see I both these games I, I think I got Bastion for free from PS Plus maybe or I just bought it super cheap because I planned to play it on Vita and then ended up just sitting down and playing on PS4 so but yeah it was uh, it's really good so I highly recommend it if anyone's Looking for something that's short and interesting. Cool,
0: Mr. Maislet. Um, well, just real quick, I played a little bit more Mad Max. Um, it'd been a couple weeks since I played it. Got back into it, you know, just going around, doing open world shit, and uh, having fun. But Mike's talking about Bastion, and I actually bought Bastion. It was on sale for like three dollars right when it came out on cross by and beat 4 mm-hmm. during e3 when they announced god of war and it's been that long and i haven't played it yet <laughs> oh yeah. wow then now that game's out <laughs> oh yeah i definitely have s- t- t- still haven't played bastion
2: shit that's been sitting there for quite a while but
0: uh i have been playing god of war
2: hmm. the ps2
1: classic god and boy the Godfather.
2: The dog father. Cause you're a God and I am not that's what the boys' favorite song is.
3: Right. Uh, he sings it to him every night to go to sleep.
2: I would not be shocked.
3: <laughs> I've also been playing God of War. Yeah. So how is that God of War?
2: fucking awesome it's really good nice excellent i'm probably like 10 to 12 hours into it right now i'm probably about 10 um i just i'm looking for a chisel is all i can say you're probably a little farther than me i just got to the part like there's something you come across called black breath and i just got to the part where you went through the black breath okay a little bit past
0: that i'm probably an hour or two uh past that
2: okay Um, yeah I ended up getting it uh Thursday night because fucking GameStop decided to do one of those like nine p.m. things, and so oh really yeah that's always neat. So I was up till five in the morning almost. Oh Jesus! Playing God of War, dude.
0: I The good old days. I um I got it after work yesterday, so I started I started playing it around like four o'clock. I got home from work, ate dinner and shit, and then I started playing around four. I played it till about 11.30 and I was mad that I had to go to sleep because my eyes were just, I couldn't stay open because I had been up since five in the morning. Uh, So I I played it again today, this morning, starting around, what, probably like 11.30 or noon or something something like that. And uh, I probably put in another five or six hours today. Yeah, but in like three hours. I just three and a half, I just maybe. can't stop playing it. It's got the perfect gameplay flow where like it it always has you thinking that you can just play ten more minutes of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're um going from where I started today and then where I was just like, Well, let me just see what's around this. And then I would be playing for another hour. And then I was just like, Oh yeah, let me just do this puzzle. Uh, oh wait, this is over here and I better get this before I leave this area. But then
0: after I do that, I know if I, it says to walk to this and I know there'll be a little story beat if I go to there. So I want to see what the story part is before I actually turn it off and then you'll see the story part and you'll be like, oh well, but there's one of those chests with the runes right there. So Mm -hmm. if I just get these runes real quick, then I can open that chest and increase my health a little bit and then you do that and it's like, oh well, it just wants me to take this elevator and then there'll be some story stuff. So I, I gotta, it just always has you. It always shows you exactly what's in front of you um as you're completing the last task, yeah you know, so you're always curious about oh well, well, if I just go see what that is, then um it's very well paced
2: yeah it's uh it's it looks fucking great, looks incredible. the boss fights have been fucking awesome Dude, um all the set pieces fuck, like the-
0: I don't know if. I've probably fought like four named bosses at this point.
2: Um, Yeah, I don't want to even approach the topic without, you know. They get crazy. Yeah, there's some really cool fucking fights in there.
0: Um, And I thought thought the first boss fight was, oh shit, I wasn't expecting it at all. Mm -hmm. And then the second boss fight, I was like, oh, this is kind of whatever. But then I think the third and the fourth one was like, oh fuck yeah this is some god of war shit
2: yeah and they always had awesome ones and the other ones too and and so that that kind of stays the uh the v- relationship with him and the boy is fucking awesome um the yeah. sort of like back and forth and how you can control him there's a the square button if you look at the button layout on the thing it's called sun action it's the boy button <laughs> sun action i press, like it press square for sun action well, so
0: it's cool how they did it so he's your companion. Why not just his name? But controlling the boy just feels like part of your arsenal, like controlling Kratos. Yeah. Cause it's just like hold L2 and then you aim and sh- it's like you're shooting yourself, but the boy is the one that'll be shooting. Mm. So it feels like the way the controls are is like, Oh yeah, I'm in here and shoot, but it, you know, he just calls for him to shoot.
2: Yeah, it works. It works really well. Works better than like uh, the companion it's, type it, stuff and, in Last of Us. And
0: it's a constant part of the gameplay too. Like mm-hmm. the boy is like, he's your ranged
4: attack, mm-hmm.
0: and he has different arrows he can well, equip. He's one of your ranged attacks, right? And he has different arrows he can equip. Well, and he also gets you can upgrade the boy so he can do yeah he jumps
2: into the fray and does different melee attacks and he'll stun enemies for you and yeah there's like combo stuff you can do and then i just got like a magic thing that he can do now too um yeah, so, yeah. oh yeah
0: i have a f- i've gotten a few of his magic I, yeah. I have three or four of his magic he has like uh he's like summons familiars kind of or mm-hmm.
2: or whatever. yeah but he's uh it's pretty sweet i um I have no complaints really like the uh the combat's a little um challenging actually to get used to you have to do a lot of uh blocking and dodging um all the enemies will attack you at once they don't really hold back
0: you're always you always have attacks coming from every angle mm-hmm. even off screen but there's a little um arrow system around Kratos so like if you see there'll be arrows like coming out from Kratos pointing in a direction and if they're yellow that means that there's an enemy near you in that direction 'Cause they're off camera, you know, so so you know yeah. where they're at. And if it's red, that means that an enemy near you is attacking.
2: Or if it's purple, it's a projectile coming in yeah, from that direction. It shows
0: you what direction. It's like all around him, so it shows you what yeah. direction. So you know where to dodge and stuff if you're you'll be focusing on one enemy, but maybe there's three behind you. Mm-hmm. They can still attack you off screen, but it lets you know from what angle it's coming from.
2: Also the combat starts super basic, but it gets really like intricate like with the depth and like the amount of combos and like directions you can take it and even Um,
0: even just like because your boy shoots arrows um but he gets like different arrows and so certain enemies might be weak to different like um buffs of his arrow and stuff mm -hmm. so there's like strategy involved with how you uh, tackle a certain situation yeah
2: it's it's really uh deep and really fucking satisfying in that way too and and one of the coolest things about it um I think is the way it's all one cut so it's all like children of Man, children of men fucking final sequence like oh yeah yeah the entire game it never fucking cuts out oh okay it nice. always follows either awesome. the boy or Kratos I
0: also really like that every enemy has underneath their health bar they have a stun bar mm-hmm. so if you fill you fill up the stun bar with arrow attacks and bare fist uh, and bare fist attacks when you're after you've thrown your axe or if you put it away so you can you have, there's a strategy to building up enemy stun bars so that you can grab them because the game forces you to prioritize enemies mm-hmm. in a way that'll make things easier for you. Like if there's there'll be projectile enemies up top, so you want to get them first, um, so that you can focus on the other enemies. And then maybe there's a heavy, so you want to knock out the little ones first and avoid the heavy before, and then focus on the heavy kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, there's a lot, a lot of thinking involved in it, like thinking on your feet. And then as you unlock more attacks and uh, magic abilities and stuff, it, it gets kind of, uh, I want to almost want to say like, like critical thinking.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot to it. Um, you definitely kind of got to pick and choose like your strategy for certain fights, but then even like some of the puzzles and stuff, like they're not like always apparent, like some of them, some of it, i i've oriented into one that i was like was a pain in the ass just basically because i knew the solution and i couldn't get them to do it right until like i did it for like five minutes but most of them have been like oh wait a sec this is how i fucking do this after looking at them for a minute and then um some actually involve like so there's like the chest like you mentioned with the runes and there'll be three runes like somewhere and you have to destroy the runes or if there's like there's ones where the runes are on bells and you have to ring all three bells within a certain time before they like reappear um but yeah it's it's interesting there's there's enough stuff there that keeps you kind of busy um and and then all the like stuff that actually you find in the world that has to do with lore is cool because um uh Atrius, at- Atreus, Atreus at Atreus 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 is the kid and he knows all about the world but Kratos doesn't because it's all Norse mythology and Kratos doesn't know dick about Norse mythology. Right. So like whenever you come across some of that he's sort of the lens that you receive all that information through which is cool.
0: Well and, and Kratos is actually really funny in this game in a way I was not expecting the way he interacts with the boy, mm-hmm. how short and curt he is with him. Yeah. But he's also loving towards him mm-hmm. in his own Kratosy way. But like at the very beginning of the game, you know, Kratos is like, uh, you need to hone your skill. We will hunt deer. And then <laughs> the boy goes, What well, which way? And Kratos goes, in the direction of deer. <laughs> <It's> like,
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Just being Kratos as fuck. Yeah. yeah. He's been a real it's, son of a bitch.
0: Yeah. He's a real son of a bitch, but it's super endearing. Yeah. And so when you see, when they have the little personal moments and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and he realizes he has to be a little gentler with the boy, and it's really kind of nice i think the dialogue is very well written too. all the
2: characters have been really good like all the everything is which is the opposite of what you've seen in god of war words characters didn't matter in the past right um but yeah the, everything has been like top-notch quality like I, there's really nothing that i can really say like bothered me other than like i said one pain in the ass puzzle but it's almost i almost want to i was thinking about this
0: right before i left uh, to come here mm-hmm. um I almost want to say I've never played a game exactly like this before.
2: No, no, definitely not. It it, it feels
0: different than anything else I've ever played. It seems like they learned a lot from other games too. Yeah, it's it's got like it's has this super driving, really linear force to it, but it branches off at each one of those linear points in a way that you can kind of branch out and see and it's got some kind of Metroidvania stuff too Mm -hmm. with you you know you have to get abilities later to come back and unlock other parts but you can kind of branch off and make notes for later while you're trucking through this like really linear story focused thing but then it also has these expansive skill trees and um, yeah like deep item customization shit the combat's good in a really customizable way Mm mm-hmm um, and you can just kind of play towards what your own strengths are as a player. While at the same time, it's really cinematic and it has a nice flow of like combat to puzzle to um, story bit to like combat to puzzle to harder, com- you know, like it, has mm. its, it hits its peaks and valleys very well. And I just don't really think I've ever played anything that combined the character action um, like technical fighting style combat with like a third person over the shoulder really cinematic narrative
4: type no of definitely game not in, yeah in the
0: in the way that it, it feels
2: completely different than anything else it's really strange yeah it uh it's a, a damn good looking one too i've been playing it on the on that prayer and uh in 4k and it's uh yeah i'm i'm only playing it's play, quite nice i'm playing on the OG ps4
0: um but uh, on a uh OLED T V with H uh, D R and shit mm-hmm. fucking that game was made for HDR, dude. All the glowy neon everywhere and yeah. it just really like sparkles and shines in a breathtaking way. It's a good fucking game. It's a fucking I have good game.
3: F- it's yeah it's from what I've seen, it's like pretty unanimous praise. Like, yeah,
2: this is the first game this year that I was like, okay, yeah, gotta do this, gotta do more. This is the
3: first
0: talking.
2: game in a long time where I'm like,
0: uh, this is obviously like a fucking masterpiece of a solid thing. Like,
2: mm-hmm. I kind of felt similarly with Zelda last year, but yeah, definitely, I just want to play more and more of this game. So awesome! That was yep. what we've been playing. Um, I actually did play God of War ascension for about 10 minutes
0: oh you should play that game it's really good
2: don't think it will um i played those god of wars i've got this god of war i've got all these other games
0: i'm just saying i thought god of war ascension was super good seemed all right seemed all right it's cool the the first major boss battle set piece thing is pretty crazy on all the like the maze prisons with the big Praying mantis monster, or whatever.
2: Uh, the only other thing I played is more Far Cry 5. That game's kind of bad. Um, it's fun to play. Uh, I do actually have fun playing it, but it's just stupid in ways that I wish like it wasn't. Junk food game. Um, like. kind of Far Cry 4 is better. Um, Far Cry Primal might be better. Uh, it's just like. The setting stuff, I know I've mentioned it twice how, like, it had a lot more potential, but, like, I got to the point so, like, each third of the map has, like, a boss behind it and I fought and killed the first boss, but, like, there's too much shit in this game where, like, it doesn't work together all the time, Mm -hmm. and, like, uh, there was stuff that even with, like, the companion system was, like, kind of broken while I was playing it and just... There's there's just too much shit going on sometimes and For its own good. Yeah. Yeah, stuff that doesn't quite make sense together, like because if you have like an outpost and there's a companion um with you and you sick them on the outpost, like you might not blow your stealth, but you might draw all your attention to the companion. But then like it really sucks that like they do the thing where it's like immediately everyone hones in on you as soon as one guy sees you. Um, and then they just
3: ignore your companion.
2: Uh, maybe, but either way, it's just it. it just becomes annoying. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It, it's it just seems super rough and not well thought out in a way that the other games didn't. Yeah. Um, like since three and four and Primal, like because right. Prim- I actually Primal was a super solid game. Like, didn't have guns and whatever, but like I had a lot of fun playing Primal. Whereas this. I'm still having fun, but not as much. And then there was, like, a dumbass mission where I was, like, hey, go get some fucking Rocky Mountain oysters and I'm So I'm supposed to kill bulls and take, their, take testicles. their testicles. And, like, then I had to kill them in, like, three different ways. Like, one I had to light on fire.
4: <laughs> Stop.
2: One I had to, like, mo- run over with, like, a tractor and then the other one I had to just shoot I think so for it, like no real reason either yeah I mean uh, it just didn't and then like then when that mission fucking resolved because that was the testy festy because it was a testicle festival Ooh. I was doing this for so this is how dumb this game is then once I did all that and then I took the testicles to the festival area the mission ends with you being video game drunk In front of a bunch of scarecrows With balloons on them and a slingshot And like a one minute timer So you shoot balloons With a slingshot For one minute And then your guy Passes out after the minute And there's like people cheering you on behind you Your guy passes out after a minute And then you're in You wake up in a field And there's like a pig and a cow With party hats on And I was like that sucked. Like, all of that... <laughs> all of that sucked. None of that was funny or cool. It was just crap. And then, like, some of the cold stuff is actually kind of cool, but it just seems like they really did it poorly. Um, like, the characters that they made, or at least the first guy, John, that they suggest you go after first, um, he was all right. Yeah. But then, like, a lot of the times everything that you did around it it was just i don't know then the next one that i think i'm going to go after is the lady that is has the bliss shit which is like their fake zombie drug yeah and that seems like it's going to be terrible so i'm not actually super into far cry 5 at yeah. all it's kind of bad uh still decent enough to where i'll play it and like i am still enjoying it otherwise i wouldn't be playing it but kind of a letdown yeah what what was funny is because before god of war i was starting to get really bummed out because i was like oh way out was kind of poop and far cry is poop and i was like well if i was thinking of a game of the year stuff like today i was like oh it's almost may and i don't think either of these would belong on that list yeah (laughs) and so like now having played god of war it's just like ah yes a good game
0: that's on that list like hands down like a question a
2: fucking excellent game what a time
0: that's that's my number one right now.
2: Um, That's like the only one right yeah. now. But God of War wasn't the only thing to come on, on one 420 Blaze It Day. Chit, chit. For the Nintendo Labo exists.
0: Oh, yeah. It does. All $90 of it or whatever.
2: Yeah, $80 for your robot boy, $70 for your variety boys. I heard... Getting kicked around, it was taking people
0: about six hours to put together the robot one.
2: I saw, yeah, um, anywhere from four to six hours for the Robo-Boy. Um, Not for me. No, no thanks. Um, but, uh, yeah, that exists. I didn't see anyone in the line for God of War picking up those as well. Um, kind of hard to justify spending more than that. Uh, to do frustrating
0: origami for six hours.
2: Yeah, Um Wait, six, 4 to 6 hours just to build the shit to, for the robot one. Yeah. yeah.
3: Oh boy. It's pretty um That's a long time. complex. It's like some IKEA shit right there.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah, so we'll be interested to see if those sell out or not or like if they're readily available for long or or how that goes.
0: I'll never forget when it first was announced reading somebody on a message board. And they, somebody was like, "Oh, it's almost like they're doing like a VR thing with a robot, huh?" And somebody with a, like a Luigi avatar was like, "This goes way beyond
2: VR." Okay. It has been mentioned. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Uh. Yeah. It's in. Uh. It's in my local Best Buy. If it's, I wanted to get cool. it. It's cool.
0: If I was like nine, I'd probably be all over it. But
2: I'm not nine. I uh. I am not nine. That does check out. Um. <laughs> At last glance. Uh, Bill Nye, yeah, Bill Nye got on Nintendo's channel and made a video for them about the Labo.
0: Look, it's really cool conceptually.
2: I'm sure, actually, for a little kid, it's probably very exciting. A a kid whose parent won't let them buy God of War and play that, which is clearly superior form of entertainment. I think it's dope, but it's
0: not a Pika set. It's origami. It is a... it's barely
2: a Pika set.
0: It's origami with the end game being a little game you can play for 10 minutes, it mm-hmm. seems. So.
2: Yeah, I saw the piano thing, um, and it looked really, really, really bare bones. About as bare bones as you can get. But um, but that's not the point. The point is the building part. I don't know. I but think it's equal fun. parts, but uh, e- either way, I give a shit. They do give the uh, 20% discount to the uh, Labo stuff, so... There you go. It's a neat idea. You can get cool for kids. You can get that cardboard for as low as fifty six dollars, or sixty four dollars if you want the robot. Uh, Hey, uh, count.
0: Call me impressed. My sales prediction goes this time next year it'll be substantially cheaper.
2: Um, I don't know. Nintendo doesn't usually drop prices, so there is that. They would rather have 30 million Chibi Robo Amiibos 3DS combos still floating around in Walmarts across America Uh, than cut uh, it down $10 to $5. I'm
0: not talking about buying direct from Nintendo. I'm talking about buying from people that bought them that thought they could offload them. Used Labo? Used cardboard prices? No, uh, people that thought they could buy a bunch of... And then sell. Them. I don't
2: think anyone thought that this that was gonna happen this time around. And I don't think there is labo scalpers.
0: At least one person did.
2: Yeah, Rick, Ricky, um, Ricky, Ricky D <laughs> had to uh, spray my dog for being insolent. Um, yeah, so that that happened. Uh, don't really have much to say. Was disappointed. Not a lot of images going around that I've seen of people with broken labos yet. So I was expecting because it's four twenty. Someone tried to smoke some weed out of the labo or something oh that's coming that'll happen hasn't happened yet so unfortunately there I, I did not get my heyday of crap going on with, uh, with the labo destruction but uh oh yeah they did announce that um you can get replacement ones from nintendo and i think it's like 12 bucks Obviously, you couldn't just go ahead and do that because you don't get the software with it. I
0: read that they did release the PDFs for the parts too, so you could print your own if you
2: can print cardboard. Okay, so yeah, I mean you could you, you could go from paying that expensive amount for that cardboard to just a moderately expensive amount, so not crazy expensive. You don't have right. to buy a whole new seventy dollars worth of cardboard. You could just
1: you could just buy like twenty more dollars
2: worth of cardboard, and only right.
0: and and instead of playing spending six hours playing a video game, you could spend six hours folding paper
2: mm-hmm. don't forget there's stickers you can put on there oh how
0: could i forget
2: i don't know how you could um uh, but that was just one bit of news gentile men's um the other bit i got two more one uh <clears throat> xbox has uh added a bounty of more uh original xbox games and um, they put six uh, more 360 games, got 4K updates, including Darksiders, Portal 2, Star Wars Force Unleashed, Sonic Generations, Gears of War 2, which is substantial, and Red Dead Redemption, now in 4K on Xbox One X. Cool. Kind of nice. Yeah. Um, they brought uh, Blinks, the Time Sweeper, uh, Breakdown, Conquer, Live and Reloaded, Elder Scrolls Morrowind, Jade Empire, Hunter the Reckoning, Panzer Dragoon Orta, and SSX3 back for the original Xbox, and they uh, are bringing 11 more on the 26, including Destroy All Humans, Full Spectrum Warrior, um, Original Mercenaries, which is tight, Star Wars Battlefront and Battlefront 2, which is tight, Panzer Elite Action, Fields of Glory, MX Unleashed, blah, 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 uh, Jedi Academy, Jedi Starfighter, and uh, KOTOR 2, the Sith Lords. And Republic Commando. All right. So you're getting a bevy of uh, Star Wars that's games, Star Wars business, and some actual original Xbox games that I would want to have compared to the ones they did have. Sure, which I did not
1: want. Can I
2: try your? Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's cool. Um. The the 4K patches for 360 games is is pretty nuts because you could see all the. Uh, games getting remastered now it's just like well did you buy the new xbox well here's a free fucking update yeah for sure obviously it's not the same as a complete like you know remastering or like it's not like the shadow of the colossus you know it doesn't stack up to that but uh i bet gears of war 2 and red dead redemption look pretty fucking nice um portal 2 probably looks pretty fucking nice i've seen
0: some of the 4k footage of red dead it looks incredible yeah Um, which is i've said it before on this podcast but i can't play the ps3 version of that game it gives me a headache.
2: Hmm. I will try to play the PS3 version of that game because I want to play that DLC before the new one comes out. And I will report back to you on the status of my brain and head. Uh, But yeah, I just thought that was cool because they continue to dump that stuff out occasionally and that was a pretty big uh, steaming one that they let down. Yes, sir. Uh, The other biggest news item, Black Ops 4 rumored... To not have a single player campaign, so
3: does this mean we're getting a battle royale mode in Black Ops Four? It wouldn't surprise me. I heard that Battlefield is working on some sort of battle royale Mm -hmm. thing for whatever their new game is going to be. I mean, somebody AAA had to bite, right? Isn't that?
0: It's the new. It's the new third person multiplayer forced in games. Is the new battle royale forced in games? And it'll play games for the next couple years until all of those modes don't have any players and people just keep playing Fortnite, and then they'll stop.
2: Yeah. I wonder when um, the bottom drops out on this, but obviously it won't with Call of Duty.
0: They'll eventually realize that people are just going to keep playing Fortnite because that's free and everybody can play it. Um, And then you'll have the hardcore fans of these games will play those Battle Royale modes, for probably the first few months that they're out, and then there would be a huge decline in player base, and everybody will keep playing Fortnite and PUBG.
3: Yeah, it seems like it's definitely gonna be like the OG standing at the end, while everyone kind of jumps on the the you know the zeitgeist bandwagon for a while. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if that is what they added in there. We had a little discussion about this over text about how like. I never played the campaigns anyway, so for me, this is kind of like awesome. Especially if they fill that time that portion with more multiplayer content, mm-hmm. um, which is
2: what the report is. Though.
3: Yeah, uh, a guy that plays Call of Duty religiously, including the current one, is very excited about the possibility of that because I guess like he's pretty disappointed by the number of maps in the current Call of Duty. So if like they expanded that out in lieu of a campaign that seems to be less and less popular with passing time.
0: And who knows, maybe they'll cuz all right, correct me if i'm wrong, i don't play call of duty, but besides the minor like um cosmetic and a little bit of gameplay tweaks here and there that they've added to things, it's basically been the same fucking game for like 10 years, right? Besides like the uh. all, the space wall running and shit and I've I've played a couple of them. The last one I played was the the last space one, at Infinite, Infinite, Warfare. Infinite
3: Warfare. Basically, it goes.
0: There's th- always a way to where you build up kill streaks, and then you have three different levels of things you summon, and you prestige, and you shoot guys, and um, maybe you can slide. Or there's,
3: I mean, aside from that, they've also gone to like like a character based kit system rather than just. GI Joe with your particular like s- set of um, equipment. Um, there's also, and this goes back and forth between games. It'll change, but sometimes you'll have like guys that have special attacks depending on what. Like it's basically class based, so you're getting a class and then putting your like ki- your setup on top so you, of it. You
0: specialize. It's like like Battlefield kind of where you you spe- you pick classes and then you can spec out
3: your class. Yeah, but it's it instead it's like literally like. Instead of you know how in Battlefield one it'll be like Sniper has these selections of weapons. Mm-hmm. Right. Or scout I mean. It's scout, not sniper. Yeah. Scout scout it's not like you can use anything on anybody, but it'll be like, All right, if you choose this guy, he's he has a like a ground pound attack when you build up enough kills and it's not a kill streak it's a separate thing so you'll have like your kill streaks you'll have your kit and then you'll have your actual class like set and then so it'll have like a defensive and an offensive set move um, and so then these, it was
2: also different for World War 2
3: Yeah and then World War 2 is a different thing yeah so there are cha- it is mostly you're running around maps and shooting just whether you're running on walls or not mm-hmm. but they have actually made considerable changes to like how you kit out your characters and how you level those up and then like, well,
0: I, I guess my question is because Call of Duty World War Two seems to be it has like the the hub world kind of thing, right? Like yeah, the, the active online. As far as I
3: know, I haven't actually played it.
0: Uh, okay, well you're probably just about as knowledgeable, or more knowledgeable than I am on it. Mm-hmm. It has kind of like the open world like hub thing where you can meet other see other players, and then it's like loot box driven sort of. It seems, but maybe. I don't know what direction they would be going from that, but it seems like that's a pretty drastic departure from the previous ones structurally. Yeah. As far as, like, besides just selecting different... game types from a menu you know you're, you're sure actually right you're going, actually like
3: interacting and stuff like that So,
0: so maybe if they're not doing a single player campaign if they can take that to the next level where it seems it's like a persistent world type thing
3: yeah yeah i see what you're saying um yeah that could be i don't know what i mean like like you said the bread and butter of the game remains the same those core elements is kind of like a through line but yeah it seems like with world war ii that they did shift up a little bit more like uh um sledgehammer tends it seems like they let them do that because sledgehammer was the first one to do the jetpacky wall runny shit because that was advanced warfare. advanced warfare and that was the first time because before that i think it was ghosts and it was boots on the ground that like, quote yeah. whatever type shit before that still they were still have like futuristic weapons and like kill streaks in some of those other games but that was the first one of their like all right man you literally have like a fucking jump pack and you're being crazy mm-hmm. um and then so it looks like they gave world war Two back to sledgehammer we like hey man just maybe mix it up a little bit um because i know that a lot of people were getting tired of the staleness of that those games yeah
2: unfortunately they just kind of like i'm kind they, of they made it not any more interesting they, 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 they like dicked with the recipe but like not in any way that i, I found exciting
0: uh side note um I went to the gas station earlier today to get a couple tall boys and there is maybe like a 65 year old redneck looking dude and like maybe like a 45 year old dude that was dressed like he was my age and he was talking about how he's like man I just been playing video games today and they were talking about Madden he was like Madden it's the only game I've I've owned every single one they ever came out with. And then they started talking about Call of Duty, and I was sitting there about to pay for my beer, as a sixty-five-year-old redneck and a forty-five-year-old, like weird-looking guy, were talking about Call of Duty, and thought to myself, "Man, video games have came a long way." Really. Yeah, these two, like fucking weird-looking old dudes, who I would never think would play video games, are talking about.
1: Yeah, we all love that Call of Duty.
2: And yeah. It's just oh yeah. Call of Duty s- reaches a weird range. Yeah. Large yeah. fucking swath of people.
3: Yeah. I um. It is because it is weird to like the selection of people. It is one of those games that fits that bill where some people are like, I don't really play video games, but I play Call of Duty. Step definitely mm-hmm. one of those things. Ian's dad played a lot of Call of Duty. He wasn't even good at it. He would just like he would just be like,
2: "Whippy!" And
1: oh yeah, then, like,
3: he used to. Like, he loved that explosive shit. He'd have like yeah. RPGs or the fucking like the thumper grenade launcher. Yeah, and he'd just be running around like blowing shit up and then going like two and thirty and yeah. then having a ball and then so he's the guy that i ran into then i'm like how are you even enjoying being this bad and it's yeah. like well like that exactly like it's that it's like
0: the walking dead of video games like it started out as like this like nerdy kind of like niche thing and then it's now it's like oh yeah my mom watches it you that. Li- you like you like nicki minaj and cardi b why not have your call of duty not
2: only are there people like their age doing that but there was a guy who was at my uh, one of my older jobs. And it was actually a dude I knew who worked there, his dad. And he would do Call of Duty. But then he would also like do the, like, I'm just going to do knife kill stuff. And he would get on YouTube. And he would find people who are really good at like knife kills and Call of Duty. And he would watch their videos. So it's like, they take it a step further to where it's like, Oh, this guy's almost sixty watching Call of Duty. And like, and he's
0: doing hardcore, n-
2: like, like YouTuber videos. N- he, and shit. But he's
0: doing knife only runs. Yeah, you know, which is shit that was too hardcore for me.
2: Yeah, that's wild, isn't it? Yeah, it's just uh, when they get hardcore into the game once they like, you know, that's the that's their game, you know. So they they get two K levels of madness uh, from what I do, you know. More power to him. It's it's crazy to me though that
0: there's like. I guess it's not crazy because you would have this with any type of media, but it's hard for me to reconcile the fact that there's people like us that are really into, like, ear to the ground about what's going on in video games and trying out new stuff. And, you know, we know what we like, we know what we don't like, and there's a ton of different options. And then there's also people that just have been playing Call of Duty for 15 years now Mm -hmm. and are, like, super hardcore about it and are, like, really into it all they do is play Call of Duty and Madden.
2: Well, let's see. Call of Duty 2 came out in 2006, so it hasn't quite been 15 years. All right. Well,
4: it's,
3: been, it's still been a long fucking time. A decade. A yeah. decade of duty. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited about Black Ops 4 because...
2: Oh, I think uh, that's actually incredibly exciting.
3: Yeah. Because, well, because I'm I'm in that opposite end of the spectrum where they were like, I'm the guy who wants more of the same. So when they did World War Two, and I looked up, did some research on it, and I was like oh okay you've kind of gone away from all the stuff that i play this game for
2: yeah and very few people are like you're not excited for the story if that's what all you you know if you're getting call of duty and all you're doing is playing the story like you're missing out on way better shooter campaigns than sure to to avoid all the fucking shit and then well and then the one duty and and so like Like, I had texted you, like, what if they just doubled the maps? Yeah, exactly. Like, would people be mad if they just doubled the maps?
3: Well, and then the people, like, I think, I feel like the people that would grouse about getting rid of the campaign are the people that weren't going to play it anyway. Like yeah. that vocal group of people that it's like, yeah, Call of Duty, they ruined it. And it's Or like,
0: they're the people that only, they rent it for two days to just play the campaign, and that's why they're mad.
3: Right, which saves you a rental. So. Um, but yeah, like the people that are like, yeah, Call of Duty hasn't been good in years. And it's like, well, what's the last one you played? Like, Modern Warfare 2? It's like, oh, so you don't actually know. Mm. You just read the internet and decided you don't like Call of Duty anymore, See, even I, though you didn't play it.
0: I don't really play any of them, but my stance on it has always been, they're all pretty good.
4: Well, and even... Yeah, it,
2: I, I really did not like the wall running stuff. I didn't, so that, I, did, I, didn't I either. I well, tried to get into Black Ops 3, and I didn't think it was a bad game, but I was playing Battlefront at the time, and I just enjoyed Battlefront a lot more, so I ended up getting rid of it for that
3: reason.
0: But my personal preference of not liking the wall run is like, I don't like this. It's not like, this game is bad, you know?
3: Yeah, I because I, I loved most of those, aside from Advanced Warfare, which I thought was not great but that's because i think they were the first to do it and i think personally i think they did it poorly um like i, said, I don't that was the the other major factor why i didn't get world war Two is just that sledgehammer made the first call of duty game i didn't like in like the entire franchise mm-hmm. and so then going back to world war Two, changing up kind of how it works and being the developer that i don't developer i i don't like it was kind of a nice nexus of like yep i'll skip it and then wait for because that yeah i was one of those people that were like you know the black ops 4 announcement i was like great dude i love three the black ops series has been one of my favorites um and i trust Treyarch at this point so whatever they do i'm interested i'm interested to see how much they do and then like you said if there's some sort of battle royale they're gonna have zombies obviously that's become
2: is that every year thing
3: well, they Treyarch is it is it's their thing anyway. Mm-hmm, cause so it was in World War Two, right? And so everyone like so they always have zombies. They've kind of pilfered it from them and put. I don't know if this one has uh, this one does have zombies too, doesn't it? World War Two. Uh, yeah, that's what I was just saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've actually played. That's what
2: I've played of World War Two is the zombies,
3: and then Infinite Warfare. I think had it as well, which was Infinite Warfare. Uh, didn't it did that's the one that had i think the the 80s one with fucking ghost head extinction that was like aliens yeah cuz that's infinity ward and they were still like not cuz zombies before like i'm saying or like i've said is was trearch's thing Yeah. because it started with um world at war. war and then they were putting it in cuz it was in then black ops all the black ops series now mm. it had zombies cuz it was like their thing but it's become Again, zombies is another thing that is like its own series of popularity because mm-hmm. like my brother would buy Call of Duty, not play it except for zombies. Mm-hmm. So like that is also its own thing. But it's,
0: well, it's a whole different style of game.
3: Exactly, kind of hacked onto so it's a it's, normal game. It's,
0: it's like a, it's almost like a, a first-person tower defense game or something.
3: Exactly, and and he and some people really love that like gameplay loop and learning it. And I I'll be honest, like back. With I think Black Ops one or two, but we used to play it all the time. It was kind of a cool like couch co op type deal. Mm-hmm. But that's like Treyarch's big thing, so I'm sure it'll have zombies again. It's cool because probably they, some.
0: It's cool because they give you the PvP standard, you know, and then yeah. you have your PVE kind of uh like co-op stuff and um
3: yeah and i've been itching i've been itching recently for call Duty. i've actually almost broke down and bought world war Two when it's been on sale several times modern
2: warfare remastered's on sale for 24 bucks right now and i was giving it the old eyeball yeah I, because i'm also kind of itching for a shooter because i've played so much battlefield at this point and it's like battlefront 2 is probably unless battlefront 2 is like 10 bucks i'm probably not gonna get it
3: sure yeah, and no. then it's. I would
0: buy Battlefront two for ten bucks.
2: Oh, I yeah, I will buy Battlefront two for ten dollars. It'll happen <laughs> within the next year. I. imagine. It's currently in the twenty dollar range though, so
3: yeah, just one more tier. I need one more tier. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, if but, it was ten dollars, I'd play the shit out of that game. Honestly, sure, especially yeah. now that they revamped everything.
3: Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I've been kind of because I'm you know playing those the third person battle royale type shooters, but it's not quite the same beast, mm-hmm. especially Fortnite because that's. Like you get down to the Bob the Builder portion of it and it's That's oh boy. that's
0: kind of what I was craving when I played through the Darkness campaign. The Darkness Two yeah. campaign. I was like, I just wanna have a cool shooter with like cool like powers and guns. Did you
2: uh did you play any of the Titanfall Two
3: multiplayer? No, not yet. I was going to and then started playing other I think I, just pl- I ended up getting drunk and playing mad and then one night i was going to boot it up so okay. um but yeah like uh, kind of like you're saying like sometimes like i feel like the itch for a certain game can not color in a negative way but kind of color your opinion i think that's why i loved bastion so much i was just like so in the mood for just like this running around hack 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 and dive something dive that dive something wasn't and just, a shooter yeah right and like uh, you know because i I, yeah and then just a little more like easy on the mind like i'm not doing any puzzles i'm not having to worry about it's just like you're hacking stuff up in a cartoony environment and just like hit the note perfectly and like it was just like a super fun experience
0: that's that's what's nice about um playing multiple games at the same time instead of just mainlining one because some of these games are so long now
3: yeah yeah absolutely
0: like if you're gonna I mean, I could play a 15-hour shooter campaign, but maybe after 10 hours, I might want to spend a couple of days like not playing a shooter. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's, so it's just, and it, I think you know, and, and then so you might go to an action game or an RPG or something for a couple of days, and then you get tired of that, and then you're like, you know, a shooter sounds good. So it's, I, I like juggling. As I get older, I, I like juggling a few genres at once so I can play a game that suits the mood instead of forcing myself to, even though I'll have fun no matter what I play, Sometimes, right. sometimes I, 100% I, I, I am forcing myself to just turn the game on and get myself into it.
3: Sometimes it really is just jumping that barrier of literally like booting it up. And uh, then once you're 100%. doing it, you're like, why was I questioning this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, but yeah, that's I think why I've been playing so much Darkest Dungeon as well is like not only is it can I lay on my back and on my bed and play it, but it's like a nice like palate cleanser because I can, it's a game that I can like look up and not pay attention for a second and yeah. look down and it's turn based. So I'm just going back to it. Um, oh, but I yeah. did start that on
2: iPad. I forgot to
3: mention that. Oh, Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. Nice. Is it the version that has like the add ons and stuff like the, or did uh, that I not think they have.
2: To... <clears throat> it came there, but I think it's i uh, I'm pretty positive. It's in-app purchases. So. Okay. But I don't, I don't have any version with all the DLC shit.
3: I would say like so far from the DLC, it, it's cool to have a couple of those new things. It's not really, Essential. Super enhancing my experience like uh, aside from this couple thing like the one class that added is not that great and the other the other one's really good. The shield breakers fucking awesome, um, but some of the mechanics they added are actually kind of annoying anyway, mm-hmm. um, which not to go back to what we're playing, but I have played this. so I'll just bring it up what we're talking about, but uh, there's this thing now that's like you can sometimes when you're doing the camping version, when it's like a longer dungeon and you camp out, there's like a nightmare world that it can send you into mm-hmm. and it sucks. It's just like, it's an, very annoying and serves no purpose other yeah. than to totally fuck, fuck you. me in the ass. Yeah. Um, which that game is kind of, that's their aim One to, to do. Fuck you. Totally. Yeah. Um, and then once you get in the mindset of, I've said this like, a thousand, but once you're like, cause sometimes people die. I'm like, all right, man, cool. Kudos to you, dude. You were too weak. Get the fuck out. Um, but the dream like it's just i think it does it like i almost think it seems to gauge like when you're doing really well and then it fucks you with it i don't that may just be conspiracy theories and feeling Mm -hmm. annoyed when it happens but like i just did i just went through right before i came here i beat a boss and I scouted the area enough that I could path my way through the boss without fighting a single fight to it. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I got all the way there and then rested in the room before because the resting, the camping will let you buff sometimes. Yeah. I was like, all right, dude. And it was like, all right, 30% damage to party for this guy's buff and all this shit. And then went to that nightmare realm and then fucking killed one of my guys. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, like destroyed my run. Yeah, exactly. And so then I had to like back out and then go back in Oh, no, he didn't like kill him totally, but he did the death's door thing, yeah. which then will cripple you for that and then also put him into like the fear mode. So mm-hmm. he became doubtful. So he, then he became super tentative about attacking and just a pain in the ass. Um, but that game is. If you're, like, in the mindset for the game, you can even enjoy it, even when it's, like, bending you over the table. Yeah, and it is neat regardless, because even, like,
2: your agonizing story sounds terrible, but at the same time, it's super cool that, like, just things like that happen.
3: Well, and then, like, it does give you this, like, just super, like... So then, like, I go into Rage Mode, I'm like, alright, dude, you want to fucking dance, let's fucking do it. So then I'm, like, like actually, like, shouting out loud at someone, I'm like, yeah, fuck you! And then I'm, like, kill it, guys. It's just, like, like well i'm a 30 year old man this is ridiculous but it's just also like the game is super because then once i got to the boss i had like 10 times less trouble with the boss than i did with the stupid nightmare creatures yeah and i was like well what the fuck man because then i like just super annihilated the boss without like even getting hit most of the time um but yeah it's it's a really gratifying game when you're playing it when it's like playing well and the dice is rolling in your favor and stuff's going on awesome. the uh
2: switch are you playing it on the normal or like the radiant difficulty the slightly easier
3: uh, I'm playing on normal.
2: Okay, yeah, cuz I did start uh
3: the save that I
2: had on Radiant and I also had on my laptop, which is actually I think I like better playing it better on that than the iPad anyways. Um although it's basically the same. Sure. Just with touch. Um <clears throat> it's I been ported
3: well I, pretty much everywhere I've played it. Yeah,
2: I I couldn't really tell um how much easier the Radiant was, but it didn't seem much easier so i don't know it
3: might be as it goes because like once you get into the medium dungeons some of that shit gets fucking nasty yeah so it might be more like oh it starts off kind of a tone and then down yeah like and then the less of the a separation curve. comes right so yeah, yeah. right on tiger's dungeon is a fun game It
2: it is and it's an infuriating game too
3: oh boy how like that's one of those games it's on the level of like the same with like xcom where like if i miss something it's like i'm George is getting upset You know <laughs> what I mean I want to fucking rage out Like Serenity now Yeah exactly George, Yeah Yeah George likes his spicy chicken That's all I have to say <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've said it before I'll say it again Romance stuff It's here It's queer Get used to it Right It's all three of us Talking about something That's not video games But guess what That's been happening a lot On a podcast called My Mount Rushmore Check that out If you want some more of that You could find 10 minutes of drunken pasta talk uh where we really discussed all facets of pasta um in detail yeah um but yeah so you kind of get that uh that dose of the real man stuff there elsewhere so i'd like to just briefly discuss salads with you gentlemen all right um for the time being uh you know what salads aren't that good
3: <laughs> yeah i'm not a hugest fan <laughs> not and when, about it <laughs> when i eat them usually i've done things to it to make it so unhealthy that it's like why don't you just eat a burger you fat idiot
2: uh but i'll tell you what my my ability to make salads is not that good my girlfriend's ability next level she'll add okay. fucking all sorts of like this uh asian chicken stuff mm-hmm. and fucking you know she can she'll like i'll be like oh what was that like a little crunchy sesame seed and raisin thing oh yeah and like uh yeah and yeah there's th- there's things in there i'm like where'd you, where'd you find all the stuff because i was literally trying to make a salad the other day Uh huh. i had spinach i had lettuce and then i found some sun-dried tomatoes i threw that in there and that was it that was my entire salad oh and i put banana peppers in there which don't usually go on any salad i've ever had but yeah like, i was just like well i don't I don't know where she gets all this stuff. <laughs> literally, the next day, nothing has been bought. She makes a salad. It's it's got like fifteen things in it.
3: And I'm like, I live in this house. I should know what's in it. <laughs>
2: where the fuck did all this shit come from? It's like all these little seeds and raisins and almonds and chicken and it's it was great. So you know what? I can't I can't make a salad like that.
3: Yeah, I, I generally when I have them, I've left it to the professionals, which is. Someone at a restaurant that probably just lumps it in from a package.
2: Yeah. Now, I will eat a salad. Yeah. But will I order a salad? No.
3: I'll sometimes get a salad if there's like, if it comes with the meal. Like, if, if as it's a side they, choice.
2: Yeah. If they ask me, what do I want like, do we want this or a salad? I, then sometimes I'll choose a salad. Yeah. But I have it has never. To be a good salad, though. I've never, I don't think, in my life sat down at a place and ordered a salad. You, know, wh-
0: you know, when I do. I I'll get the soup and salad with sushi with the salad with the ginger dressing and a miso soup.
2: Mhm. That's, That's nice. Ju- the
0: ginger dressing makes the salad, dude. That's, That's nice. good, but have it's
2: you good. ever had just like a ma- like the main dish here like
0: salad? Only if I'm feeling real gross.
2: I've just never had it. I've never I had that I have either.
3: done it, but usually I regret it. Mm. Yeah. There's definitely been times it. where it's like really hit the spot, but it's few and far between.
0: No, sometimes if I didn't pack a lunch or something and I'm like, man, I don't want to eat fast food, but I have to. I'll get a salad from somewhere.
2: That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That does. Well, I, I'm also talking about like sit down restaurant. Okay. Less, less fast food place. Yeah.
0: yeah no. Um, I see people I go with, they'll be like, let me get the wedge salad. And yeah, the first time that happened, I'm like, "What the fuck is a wedge salad?" And they it's brought it just out and a I'm like, thing of lettuce. Oh, you have to chop the lettuce yourself. <laughs> that sounds stupid. Yeah, it is. They bring you out just like a quarter of a head of lettuce. Yeah, with dumb. like with like some like hard-boiled eggs and some carrots or something.
2: Some some places char those, and they like grill the lettuce. Not not for
1: me.
3: I don't know what grilled lettuce tastes like. I don't imagine much better. No, I don't think you're really. Improving it May not harm it either But it sounds Yeah I mean lettuce is kind of One of those indifferent I think that's like A steakhouse place thing to do Like
1: (laughs) Grilled wedge salad (laughs) Fucking grilled We even grilled the leaf
3: Just so you don't think It's a sissy salad We grilled the salad Yeah We grilled the whole Fucking salad
1: Gritty fucking Guess what Schuster (laughs) (laughs) Fucking lettuce wrap Fell on the grill I grilled it, I got the tongs out I put some of that charcoal flavor into that Green heaping mess And then I stuck some, t- some tofu in it And then I, then I sort of like made mango chutney on the side I really fucked it up You gotta stop, you're making me hungry
3: <laughs> Mango chutney hit him hard
1: I'll tell you what, I made a jambalaya But I used a lot of low sodium ingredients <laughs>
3: The health-conscious barbecuer? Is that the new guy? Health,
2: health-conscious heck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like you'll never believe that this
1: is gluten-free pizza <laughs> dough. <laughs> <laughs> These corn dogs are all made with quinoa. <laughs>
3: I've got three food trucks. They're all vegan friendly.
0: Now, we're eating steaks. But don't worry, they're free range. <laughs> Hell yeah, cage free.
3: <laughs> I get more organic vegetables in bulk. He's a local guy. Real nice. Son goes to Stanford.
0: <laughs> we'll put a boot in your ass. Our corn is non GMO. <laughs> our eggs are locally sourced. And our pork is grass
2: fed. <laughs> okay, I can't outdo that. Yeah,
3: it's perfect.